0: so the other evening I clicked on a video about the hero's journey and this guy was just briefly describing what the hero's journey is and this is something that I've known about for a long time you probably do to Joseph Campbell I think it was 1949 he uh, came out with his book the hero with a thousand faces and it really just described and broke down if you will the the elements, the seasons, the chapters, um, the unfoldment of a hero's journey, what it looks like for someone, the the protagonist of a story, the hero, the the avatar, and whatever it might be that you're looking at. There's this very sequential order that tends to happen. Sometimes it functions in a matrix. It's not always, you know, an equation, if you will, but For the most part, there is some degree of progression that builds upon each other, and sometimes things merge and mesh. And you know, we're living, breathing human organisms, you know, so it's not always mechanical, but there is this unfoldment process that happens that's called the hero's journey. And there's a lot more intricate steps to this, but from a large bird's eye view, it's really just three sort of pieces that create this sort of full circle hero's journey. And the first is, is this being very familiar, known, in a, in a very familiar and known place, in a known environment. Um, the example that was given is about Luke Skywalker at the beginning of Star Wars. I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but you know I've seen the movies, revisited them recently. They're a lot better whenever you're not like nine years old, I think, um, which is like the last time I've watched them. but. Luke Skywalker comes home, great name by the way, and he comes home to his aunt and uncle killed, right? So this is a external thing that's happened to him that now is going to really force him into a different trajectory of life. It's a a pivotal moment, a traumatic moment in his life, that's going to catapult him into a different trajectory that's something that's from the outside that's happened to him, an external thing that's happened to him that then changes his internal reality and sets him up on a different path. But this can also happen too, whenever a, a person, a character, a hero just feels like there's nothing left in the place that they're in. Maybe that's the physical location they're in, the, the spiritual, the you know, psychological, the emotional, the spirit, whatever it is, they they feel like they've sort of reached the end of the road. There's really no other paths for them to take here any longer. And it's an internal thing that then manifests itself externally. It pulls them to make a change, a shift, to do something different, to transcend the, the group, the tradition, the geographical location whatever it might be and that's as I'm relating my story to this that was kind of my thing I, I feel like where I was living and and the role that I had taken and all of that I, I'd sort of reached the bottom of the barrel of it there, there was it was not interesting to me anymore I, I wasn't satisfied with it anymore it, it I felt me it felt me it, I felt like it left me wanting and and, and still desiring And so it caused me to make a a change and to move. And I moved across the country to San Diego from Indiana. And this is that second part of of that hero's journey. And this is where you, you go into that phase. That's the initiation phase. And it's the second of the three bigger overarching parts. And the initiation phase is where you have to confront yourself and you have to be in the contrast of a different environment with different ideas, with different characters, different philosophies, different worldviews. You're faced with reality and that reality comes with a ton of friction, inner friction and outer friction. And if you're not willing to go the journey, you can quickly retreat back to that very first place and not complete the hero's journey. You can, out of fear, you can dip your toe into the water and when it starts getting a little too deep, you run back to the beach, right? But if you are courageous and you have this curiosity and this desire within that keeps pulling you through all of the difficulty and hardships and pain and and suffering that come from alienating yourself from all that that was known, you find that this friction, this tension begins to shape you, that instead of harming you, it begins to heal you, and you begin to find yourself in all of of the the difficulty and the trials and the tribulations, that instead of having them make you retreat and recluse, they, they help you. Awaken. They help you expand. They help you evolve. And there's usually this time in this initiatory phase where, you know, it's a very dark night of the soul. And sometimes you'll get peaks of clarity, but then it'll become very despairing and and dismal again. And, And it's this sort of mountain peak moments and valleys. And it's a very therapeutic time in the sense of you are understanding your being in the world. You're understanding who you are and and the things that uh, that were handed to you are being rattled and shaken up. And you're having to find new boxes for things because the boxes don't fit your ideas anymore. They don't fit your religion anymore. They don't fit your worldview. They don't fit anymore. And you're forced then to figure it out and this sometimes takes a long time, and, and there's no like set time for, for these phases. But I would argue that the initiatory phase is not a short one. You know, I thought mine was going to be really short. Whenever I moved to San Diego, and we only knew a handful, of, not even a handful of people, we knew three people here. And I just hit the ground running, and all of a sudden I was tapping into veins of, of friend groups, and, and things expanded really quickly because of that intentionality and that action. Um, But I still, I didn't know who I was down in there. And funny enough, I came here to, to plant a church and I was going through my dark night of the soul and I was really alienated from church. I didn't want anything to do with that. I was really repulsed by the idea and even the language of Jesus or anything Christian in any way. Just absolutely just didn't want anything to do with that. Ironically, then trying to start some sort of faith community, but again, that was that what I've known, that first phase, sort of shedding itself in that initiatory phase and, and trying to figure out where to place all of these things. Who am I without my identity that has been handed to me that I've cultivated and curated over all of these years? Who am I without that? And this initiatory phase is really about that, finding out who you are beyond all the things that you've been handed, beyond the identities and the conditioning that has been you know, your whole life leading up to that point of either being you know, an external circumstance making you move or an internal one, you know, either way. But this initiatory phase rattles our cages of life. It, it expands us in ways and, and I would argue contracts us in ways that are really difficult and really hard that there are many moments that we feel very small and insignificant and there's many moments that we we feel like this is just never going to be the end of it It's the, the light of the tunnel at the end of the tunnel is no longer there it's a pin light at best but if we keep going through that initiatory phase we begin to see that nothing is wasted in the kingdom. Everything is recycled. Everything is made new. There is nothing that is not being used for our unfoldment and development. In the hero's journey, this initiatory phase, you begin to sense that moving and evolving into that third and final phase. Whenever you begin to see some cohesion begin to happen, some inner rest because there might not be clarity still and there might be things that are foggy and you you're not going to always know everything because that's that kind of take the fun out of life wouldn't it I mean you like a surprise whether you like it or not like whether you think you like it or not like we like a surprise that's why we like to watch movies and that's why many of us we don't like to re-watch TV series because none of it's a surprise anymore we already know You know, like I've been really tempted to rewatch Game of Thrones, but I'm like, I already know how it shakes down. So I'm like, I wish they would just House of Dragon. I don't know. I mean, it's good. I'm watching it, have watched it, waiting for the next season, but like release Snow already about Jon Snow. But anyway, I digress. The point is we want surprise. And if we can stay curious about our life and allow that curiosity to inspire a, a type of optimism... We can look at the initiatory initiatory phase, and we we can sense when we are getting to that point of evolution again. Whenever we have a deep rest in the unknown, because we know who we are, and when you know who you are, you can rest in the unknown of the unfoldment of who you are, the unfoldment of all of the circumstances and the new characters that'll come and that will go, and you're not clinging and grasping and attaching any longer because you've learned through the initiatory phase that the only constant in life is change. And so you're able to hold everything with an open hand because no thing defines who you are. And when you know who you are, you know what you do in the world, whatever that might be. And it doesn't have to be very complex and, and trivial. I know for me, especially you know, sometimes I'm so influenced by the artist's mindset that it has to be so unique and different and and, and so, you know, nuanced and, and fresh and, and significant in and, and a new way. And it's like, it's most of the time just about embodying a different essence in a very known way. It's, I remember years ago, I was working for, for a guy um, at an insurance brokerage doing things. And he's like, we're not doing anything new or different we're just offering people a different experience of what is familiar and known and i thought that was i thought that was really really brilliant and that's come back over the years i'm not necessarily doing anything you know new and you know monumental it's just a different embodiment of it and that's what brings us into this third phase where we have then a contribution for the group, for the tradition, for the people, and the place that we once left, and many people miss this about the hero's journey because, especially in spiritual circles, I mean, we we, and for those of us that have come from Christianity, we we have this very set up thing. We go through deconstruction. We that's the initiatory phase, and and many of us are struggling to find out what that looks like in our life now, and. For me, I just thought I would never re-enter into the Christian world because I'm a pastor's kid and I've done all this stuff and I've already been in ministry and, I, and, and you know, for a long time, the Jesus stuff, Holy Spirit stuff, whatever, all that stuff just felt so repulsive to me. Didn't want to talk about it, didn't want to think about it. I was very immersed in Eastern philosophy and still am, still love it, but I thought you know, I'd start a spiritual space, you know, not one that was affiliated with Christ in any way, just because of my own tension, friction with it. But again, eventually that tension and friction, you realize that, you know, that's all just shavings that's creating a new image, a new expression. Who's that old, you know, uh, I forget, some of you will, will certainly, not like that I don't remember, but whoever it was, Michelangelo, whoever, they say, whenever they had the marble, they would say, you know, the, the statue is already in there. I'm just taking away all the parts that are not the statue. Something to that degree or to that effect. And, and that's what happens during that initiatory phase. But that new image that we become, the wisdom that we've gained, the loss that we've had, of our identity, of things, of whatever, the the gain though, of the knowledge and the experience and the new new being and, and the new the newfound deep peace and comfort that we have in who we are. We're able to take that with confidence and to contribute that back to the thing that we once lost. And it creates this full circle. And again, in spiritual spaces, we think, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go do something new now and different. But ultimately that just results in a very individual ego sort of thing. It's like I went through this experience, you know, this the 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 traditional group, you know, created me, and then I went through this initiatory phase, and then now I'm the star of the show, and and this is how I that's not the third phase. The third phase is not an egocentric thing. That's about how the whole thing was culminating in your stardom. The third phase of the hero's journey is about you making a contribution in selfless service based on everything that you've had that now you can give as a gift without expectation of anything in return, that you can help be a part of the solution and call out the problems for what they are and give what you have gained through this time. With confidence, with courage, with clarity of knowing that sometimes things don't always click together, but damn, we know who we are and we can help others know that too. And so we can be sometimes prematurely put back into that third phase. And that's where I think the ego pops up again because it starts to make it all about us. And of course, we only have our own lens, we only have our own. Viewpoint that we've been experiencing this all through so we can extract and extrapolate from our own stories and experiences, we're going to have to do that. But what we find in the very particular stories of our individual lives is something very universal in the human experience. That the universal is found in the particular and the particular is the universal. And so we can use that particular story that we have to contribute to the universal of whatever it is that we see there is disconnect, separation, problem. For me, that's the Christian tradition. That's the Christian faith. That's what I was brought up in. That's what I was repulsed by. That's where I learned about Hinduism, Buddhism, Taoism. I learned about the new age philosophies. I learned about Western esoteric, you know, Rosicrucianism and, and all of these things. And it's all brought shape and formation. And I've tried to attach my identity to all of these things, real, not realizing that it's not really about external identity at all. It's about an internal awakening and an awareness of who God is in me. And that then can take from all of these experiences and not just be like, look at all the wisdom and knowledge that I have now. That's not about me. It's about that contribution back to that tradition, that collective, that spiritual path that is different now and will be ridiculed and will not be accepted very easily. I am aware of that. I accept that challenge now. In the initiatory phase, I would not have accepted that challenge because I just would have been too off put by that, not confident that still needed time to marinate. And especially in this digital age, we don't give things time. Things take time to marinate. If we want our life to be a sweet flavor to those around us, then all of the spices and preparation and the intentionality of the way it's all cooked within us has to be done not in a microwave. You've got to allow the thing time to smoke and steam and and to get all of the things within you intermixed with all of it inside of you. And then it becomes something flavorful to give back. Nourishing. It becomes something that is a joy to give with nothing in return that I don't need affirmation from the group to define me because I know who I am now. And that is the hero's journey is the culmination of knowing who you are then so that you can be a beneficial presence of healing and wholeness and transformation because you've lived it. Your being is it. That you're able to actually be a presence for goodness in whatever sphere it is that you have came from. And that might mean geographically going back somewhere. It may, might not be, it might be metaphorically, but like for me, I don't feel like I'm gonna move back to Indiana, but I am re-engaging this, this individual, this figure, this character of Jesus to help us see the true mystic oneness nature that is Presented in this tradition that's been largely hijacked by exoteric, division based, separation based religion. And so, what I want to just encourage you is whatever path you're on, on your hero's journey, and whatever part you find yourself in, for many of you, you are just now breaking out of that first stage of all of the, the barriers and all the barricades and all the conditioning. Well, just be prepared for, for that dark night of the soul. And, and it's going to last a while. And you can only go it alone. There's people that can be voices and helpful helpful guideposts along the way. But man, you, you do this alone. Um, because as you do this alone, you, you identify your yourself only as yourself and, and how God created you in his image his her image and likeness in god's image and likeness and has marked you as the individual self that you are and that can work through the particulars of who you are so that one day when that day comes you will be able to contribute to the universal through your particular but you might be in that initiatory phase for a while and yeah reach out of course but Don't expect anything too soon. Sit with it and be with it. Be a nobody. I love Ram Dass. You know, language of becoming nobody. Especially for those of you that are coming maybe out of ministry or out of a church setting. To become nobody is no small thing. You you feel very worthless frankly but it has to take root in you that different awareness has to take root in you so that you can become a tool a you can become an environment within yourself wherever you go for goodness but that's only going to come through taking things away and that initiatory phase is going to be that so maybe you're in that place maybe you're in that place now where you are being a contributive person and you're taking courageous steps in that. I want to encourage you in that. And that's the stage that I feel like I'm walking into right now because I'm closing out 2023. I, I believe a lot for 2024. And one of the biggest things for 2024 is being a contributor to some of the places that I've been very cautious of. And so if you are in that space and you are, you are seeking to get beyond yourself and beyond your own egoic self and be a beneficial presence do it with courage man like be be solid in all of the all that you have learned be be the person that the divine is in you uniquely be the weird self regardless of the affirmation that may or may not come because you know what jesus came not to start christianity Jesus came to reform his native tradition, his native religion of Judaism. This started as a reformation of what was, and ultimately it was resisted and ultimately they killed him over it. So don't expect whenever you have this truth about who you are coming to the surface and you bring it to the people whom you once knew so well, Jesus came to his hometown and he said, prophets not welcomed in his hometown. Be prepared for resistance. Resistance is the evidence that you're on the right path, that you're on the right trajectory, that you're doing the right thing, and you might not even know the evidence or the result of it or the reward of it right now, but the reward is in the doing of what you know you're called to do. And when you're faithful to that and you're true to that, even as Yeshua was to the point of death, There comes a moment in time where there is that breakthrough. And there is that spark that happens that does help people for thousands of years that you may not even ever be able to taste that. But because of your courage, the world is different. And sometimes we get stuck on that big egoic massive scale like we want to be on billboards and shit. That's not what I'm talking about. Your world that you live in. Whatever sphere it is, your family, your friends, your community, whatever it is, your workplace, your business, wherever your world is, your sphere is, your world will be different because of your contribution. And that's really what we're getting after in the hero's journey, that you become the hero that doesn't have the spotlight on him, but rather is like the moon or a mirror, that you know that that radiance comes from above and reflects off of you and illuminates everyone around you and the only thing you can do like master yeshua says is you point back to the source of it all because you realize it comes from somewhere beyond you and it uses your being to be the beneficial presence and so wherever you're at on that continuum of the hero's journey my encouragement to you is that you stay the path that you get out of your own way and that you stay faithful to the calling that you feel deep in your soul, deep in your bones, and that you do not allow anything to take your eyes off of the expression of the divine who is in you and is through you and is seeking to manifest and express as your very being in the world. And that is what's going to change everything. So the hero's journey, my friend, is not one special journey for a Jesus or a Buddha. We are all on that path if we accept it. My encouragement to you is to accept the path of the hero who is seeking to emerge within you.